Welcome to Few Minute Motivation. I'm your host, Corliss, and this short solo episode is meant to inspire, encourage, and motivate you. I recognize sometimes you may only have a few minutes, so I've created Few Minute Motivation to make those few minutes count. Thanks for listening. I have the most exciting announcement to make. Well, actually, I'm not able to fully make it yet, but as a loyal listener, I wanted to invite you to be in the know by joining the Lead Conference Canada waitlist at corliss.ca slash lead 2023. All I can share for now is that on November 3rd and 4th, 2023, we are bringing an incredible lineup of professional and inspirational speakers to our province to empower you to lead your life in a new and exciting way. Plan now to join us for two days of connection, motivation, and inspiration. When you join the waitlist now, you will be the first to learn about our speakers as they're released and have the chance at the best pricing available as an early bird. Join the list now at corliss.ca slash lead 2023. I got a random message on social media last week. It went like this. I'm always feeling alone. I'm an athlete and a junior in high school. Why do I feel like no one cares about me? Now, you might assume that a message like that from a random person is strange and perhaps I should just ignore it, but this message felt different than some stranger messaging me that I'm beautiful or something like that. This was a real person sharing feelings of loneliness and that is all too familiar to me. I couldn't ignore it. I know loneliness, and I think it's plaguing our society. It's in our homes, our schools, and our hearts. I was not going to just dismiss this reach out. My response started with, I care, because I do. I sensed this young man just needed someone to hear how he felt. In our continued conversation, he helped me see his situation. Home life is difficult with parents not getting along. He's choosing not to drink, so he has limited social life because he doesn't fit in with the kids who binge drink on weekends. He's an athlete and a captain of his team, but even with a strong win record, his so-called friends bug him that it's not good enough. How many of us feel like we don't fit in anywhere and have personal challenges we try to hide from the world? Many of us are trying to succeed at things in life and don't get supported by people we expect would want us to succeed. How many of us feel we're weird or ashamed and we have issues that we hide from people because we will be judged or criticized for who we are and where we're at? Probably most of us, which is why we feel so alone as we go through life. I'm not going to proclaim that I have all of the answers to loneliness, and that's exactly what I told this young man, but I do want to offer some thoughts around feeling alone in life because you are not the only one. Especially during the holidays and considering what we've all been through these last few years, perhaps by talking about it here, I can help you feel a little less alone and give you some strategies to move through it. I have gone through life myself feeling very alone, and even now with tons of people around me, a family, large followings, and a big network, I still have moments of loneliness. I think we all do. Which brings me to my first thought on this. Feeling lonely and being alone are two very different things. You can have lots of people around you, but if they don't behave in ways that make you feel seen or heard, you will feel lonelier than if you were actually by yourself. Seek out different places and people that align with where you're at in life. This is why support groups are so powerful and rewarding for people, because it connects people with a common interest or an area of improvement. 
If you find yourself lonely in your environment or around certain people, perhaps you need to change the environment or have honest conversations about how you feel. I have learned that we can't blame other people for making us feel less than or unappreciated if we haven't communicated how we feel. In all relationships, we are responsible for our part. That means sharing what we want and need. Once that is done, if they cannot adapt to honor how you feel simply because they can't give what they don't have, then perhaps changing the environment and seeking new places and people to be around is the best option for you. Another big factor that contributes to escalated loneliness is comparison. Watching other people and making decisions about their lives that seem to be so much better than yours. They have a better social life, more fun, more money, and you end up watching them their seemingly perfect life and feel so sad in yours because it, it isn't the way that theirs seems to be. Guys, if there is one thing I've learned in my life, it's that not everything is as it seems, and there is always more than meets the eye. Those group pictures of the happy, smiling women probably have a few of them smiling on the outside, but feel they don't really belong there. That doesn't mean that everyone is fake. Of course, there is real joy in people's lives, and we have made mega strides towards being real and authentic. But most don't post their hardships or feelings of not belonging online for everyone to see. When you sit in comparison, you pull yourself away from the goodness in your life and rob yourself of the joy that you have. It's there if you look. Try to stop comparing your life to another's and try to center yourself in the goodness of your own life. One of the biggest things that I've learned over recent years is that when you love yourself and your life as it is, life tends to love you right back. The next thought I can almost hardly believe I'm going to share. You see, six years ago, I didn't even like animals. They kind of freaked me out. I didn't get it when people referenced their pet as a member of their family or grieved the loss of their beloved animal. But then Charlie, our dog, entered my life. On a whim, I bought him for my young son because I didn't know how to fix his sadness of his sister's leaving home or the constant uneasiness of having to live between two homes. But now I get it. Charlie filled a hole in my heart that I didn't even know was there. He is my faithful companion when my family is busy. We go for walks together. He's my full-time office assistant and follows me faithfully around the house, even to the bathroom. And he doesn't mind being in pictures with me when the rest of my family would rather not. He has been a cure for loneliness and so much more. Next, I think it's important we talk about making a mindset shift and why it's important to develop the skill of being alone. You see, after years of coaching people, I have witnessed them stay in relationships, jobs, and situations that make them feel bad about themselves and their lives, all because they're afraid of being alone. That fear has them so scared that they stay in all kinds of bad situations and tolerate things that are unacceptable all because they've learned that being alone is the worst possible outcome, and they should be afraid of that possibility. As my mentor Jack Canfield said, everything you want is on the other side of your comfort zone. It may be uncomfortable to consider being on your own, but wouldn't you rather be on your own than in a room full of people that make you feel alone? It can be empowering to start envisioning freedom to be yourself and not restricted by fears. Go to places on your own. Try on purpose taking in a movie or a meal on your own. It won't be as scary anymore when you do that. When I turned 50, I got the inspiration to do a live talk show called Free to Be. It was so fun exploring the freedom to be myself and sharing the quirky thoughts and life happenings and just laugh at myself 
all on my own. What if you were to switch it around to use the time that you have to yourself to learn about yourself, try things that you might enjoy, and to get to know you better? When I saw the inevitable outcome of my kids growing up and leaving home, I got so scared because I thought without them, I would be so lonely. But I needed to learn to be on my own and even enjoy it because I didn't want them burdened with the feeling that they were leaving me. So I made decisions to get my own life, so to speak. By finding things I enjoyed and making new friends, even volunteering and helping out where I could, and it turns out loneliness subsided and so did the fear of being on my own. I remember after my divorce making a solid decision that I would not date right away so that I could heal my heart and develop a healthy relationship with myself. That's a topic for another time, but it turned out to be one of the best decisions of my life as it set me up for a healthy relationship with others. Basically, I told loneliness, you don't win. I'm deciding to use this time for myself, and somehow I realized it's true. When you do what you fear, you own your fear instead of it owning you. Take that, loneliness. (laughs) And finally, I say this next thought with lots of love and empathy. Sometimes we cause our own suffering by how much we focus on what's missing or what we aren't or what we don't have. You see, it's a universal principle that what you focus on expands. When you focus on how afraid you are to be alone, how lonely you are, how much you're missing out on, the more your loneliness will grow. If you can shift your focus to even one relationship that fills you up or to ideas on how to expand to your community or helping someone else who may also feel alone, things will shift in a positive way for you. I would even suggest you write down what you're looking for, what kind of people you want in your life, what kind of feeling you are seeking, who you want to help, and get excited about having time and space to deepen your understanding of yourself. And you will find how you feel shifts. It's not saying that it's a cure for all loneliness, but it will help you shift because our thoughts are powerful as they determine how we feel. Change your life by changing your thoughts. It's a proven concept, and when it's practiced, it can even help you shift your level of loneliness. Emptiness cannot survive when you pour love in towards yourself or others. In my experience, it's true that loneliness is not always caused by other people. It is when your mind tells you that nobody cares about you. Don't let those thoughts dominate your mind. It simply isn't true. You are valuable, cared about, and you matter. So it's Friday night here, and I have no other plans after I record this podcast. I haven't been invited to any Christmas parties or social events of the year, but you know what? I've learned to actually look forward to my me time. It allows me freedom to do whatever I please, which happens to be recording this podcast. Then maybe a little dance party for one in my living room and a good book in a deep soaker tub. Truthfully, even if there was invites to parties tonight, I may not even choose to go. I've learned to like myself and that means I get to enjoy my own company. I've really come a long way in this area and if I can, you can too. As one final thought before I let you go. A season of loneliness or isolation is when the caterpillar gets its wings. Remember that the next time you feel alone. If you enjoyed this episode and it brought you value, make sure and share it with a friend or screenshot it and post it to your Instagram story or Facebook, tagging me at Corliss Co. I know the most precious of all commodities is your time, and I want to thank you all very much for spending this time with me today. Remember, you have the power to lead. Know your worth, embrace your value, see you have purpose, and be the leader you are meant to be.